150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 48. I'm your host, Norm, the master's dog Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast that I've done for about 10 years now to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world. It started out just as Persecuted Church Awareness Month, counting down the top 30 countries on the world watch list throughout the month of November, uh, every day from counting down from 30 to number one few years back, I decided I wanted to expand that out and start doing all the countries on the world watch list, all 50. So from January to October, we count down from 50 to 31. Uh, twice a month, we do a so, uh, episode bringing stories about uh, persecution and counting down the top there are the 50 to number 31 countries on the world watch list. That is why the episode numbers go backwards, because uh, we are counting down. So last week was 49, this week is 48, next week is episode 47, and so on. Counting down until the month of November, then every day of the month we will do stories uh, about persecution, count down these countries, give information about these countries, and as always, every episode we join together and we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So, all that being said, I am a day late with this episode and we are not live as you can tell. Just had some issues uh, this week and so hopefully the next time around in two weeks we will get back on uh, doing live episodes on Wednesday mornings and we'll see... Uh, we may end up uh, going back to just regular recording and re, re and releasing them on Wednesday morning. Uh, we'll just see how all that works out. So long uh, intro there. All that being said, it is Thursday, November, or Thursday, November, no, Thursday, February 11th. And this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org gunmen attack church service in Ghana. Three members of the Action Prayer Ministry in Kumasi were injured this past weekend when armed robbers attacked an all-night prayer service, reports Daily Mail UG. According to police, gunmen fired into the congregation at 2 a.m. Saturday morning, wounding the victims ranging from age 2 to 22. Quote, all three victims sustained minor gunshot wounds in their legs, unquote, one of the congregants told Daily Mail UG. Police rushed to the scene and found church members restraining one of the perpetrators, 22-year-old Sunday Ayin. Seven BB cartridges and an empty shell were also found among police upon police investigation. Victims are currently receiving treatment at the Kamfo and Yoke Teaching Hospital. Ghana has historically been a safe country for Christians, with over 70% of the population claiming to follow Christ, while Muslims and Christians have generally lived together uh, peacefully amongst each other, fears of religious tensions have increased, especially toward the northern Burkina Faso border. Though it is unclear if this attack was religiously motivated or just a random act of crime, attacks on churches is a bad sign for the freedom of religion in a region where Islamic radicalism and attacks on Christians is growing rapidly. 
Please join us in praying for the continued strength and perseverance of the church in Ghana, as well as for the protection of persecuted Christians throughout the world. So I think this is the first time I've ever actually done a story of this kind coming out of Ghana. It is uh, very rare to see. Again, Ghana, is, it's, it's got a larger Christian population, um, probably about 20 or 15 to 20% of the population is Christian. Uh, uh, in Ghana or more 70% of the population sorry I'm, I'm thinking another country in my head the world watch list country Q8 uh, so it's rare that this happens um, and which can be more fearful for the Christians in the area to see these things starting to happen as Islamic groups become more fundamentalist in their, their worldviews and their outlook uh, and begin to actually execute the instructions given the the prescriptive uh things shared in the quran and the hadith about uh persecution of what they would call infidels so keep praying for our brothers and sisters in ghana pray for this this church specifically these uh people who were injured in this uh in this attack and that brings us to our world watch list for today number 48 which is kuwait a few facts about Kuwait. Their persecution score is 63. The region is the Middle East. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. Uh, the religion is Islam. The persecution level is very high. The population is 4,303,000, of which about 513,000 uh, are Christians. So about just a little more than 10% of the population. The government is a constitutional monarchy. The leader is Amir Nawaf al-Ahmad al-Jabir al-Sabah. So what, is what does persecution look like in Kuwait? In Kuwait, expatriate Christians are relatively free to worship informally. However, the existing places registered for worship are very small for the number of people gathering, and this can lead to tension between different Christian groups. In addition, it is extremely difficult to obtain a property for worship gatherings. Local converts from Islam face the most extreme persecution as they face pressure from both, both family members and the local community to recant their Christian faith. These believers risk discrimination, harassment, monitoring by, of their activities by the police, and even intimidation by vigilante groups. Moreover, conversion from Islam to another faith is not officially recognized and is likely to lead to legal problems in personal status and property matters. Expatriate Muslims converting to Christianity experience similar pressures as in their home countries as they are often living with their own national or ethnic communities. Despite this, there are rarely reports of Christians being killed, imprisoned, or harmed for their faith. Kuwait is a very small country with the capital city, Kuwait City, being the center of all activities. The risks that Christians faith, face, especially converts from Islam to Christianity, depend on the sort of community Christians are part of. Rather than the geographical area where they live, Kuwaiti converts face the highest risks as Kuwaitis are conservative and family ties are strong. Western Christian expatriates are most often free to practice their beliefs as long as they refrain from proselytizing. Non-Western Christians with lower skills, level of skills are more likely to face discrimination and abuse, especially female domestic workers. Many of these are from the Philippines. So some prayer points for Kuwait. Pray for the many expatriate Christians who work and live in Kuwait. Ask God to give these believers fellowship, vocations, and renewed hope. 
Pray for the government of Kuwait to provide more freedom for Christians, especially Christians from a Muslim background, to meet, pray, and share their faith freely. And Kuwaiti Christians who come from a Muslim background are sometimes detained and interrogated by the authorities. They can face severe threats if they continue to practice their faith and meet with other believers. Ask God to give them the boldness and perseverance to stand strong in Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank you again so much for this time we have to come together to pray for our brothers and sisters, to uh, just raise the awareness of, of what is happening to those who worship you around the world where uh, Christianity is not welcomed or is, is highly persecuted. We, we pray that you would uh, increase our numbers, Lord, that you would draw more and more people to be part of, of this group, uh, to join together, to lift our voices for our brothers and sisters around the world. Lord, we thank you that you have provided us with the platform of social media where we can meet together across great distances and even across time periods, Lord, as many people will watch this later um, at different times, but yet we are still raising our voices together to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Father, we lift up this, this church in, uh, in Ghana. Lord, we pray for those who were injured and their family members. We pray that you would strengthen their faith, Lord, as they, these situations don't happen very often and they can cause great amounts of fear uh, among believers. Lord, we pray that you would strengthen their faith and that they would continue to stand firm upon the gospel, which they know is not there, was not given to them to they could have a better life or uh, financial success or any of those things. Lord, they, they stand on the gospel because they know it is the salvation that you have given them, that they can be reconciled to the father, having their sins forgiven and that no amount of persecution uh, can take that away from them, Lord. So we pray that you would strengthen their faith, strengthen them in that. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Kuwait. We pray for the expatriate Christians who live there. Uh, we ask that you would give them fellowship, um, help them to uh, maintain their jobs, and just continue to, to stand firm in, in their faith as well. We pray for those who uh, have converted from Islam. We pray, Lord, that, that you would intercede with the government there that that changing their religion would be legally recognized that it would take away the issues in, in legal matters uh, when they when they convert and uh, hear the gospel and respond in repentance and faith and and turn to you lord we pray that you would uh, just again strengthen their faith and help them to continue to meet um, and share the gospel um, and we pray for uh, just again, that, that uh, those who are stopped by police who have converted there in Kuwait, uh, who are stopped by police and interrogated, we pray that, that you would give them words, Lord, that they would even be bold enough to share the gospel with those police who stop them and interrogate them because of their faith in you. And that you would use that to draw more and more into your kingdom, that more would hear the gospel, uh, would be regenerated by the Holy Spirit, would turn in repentance and faith and that you would uh, continue to add uh, to the numbers of the church uh, around the world, and uh, that you would be glorified in that, Lord. And, and again, once again, we do pray all this in your name and for your glory, Jesus. Amen. Thank you again for joining us today. Um, if you have friends who would be willing to, to join us in uh, lifting up our brothers and sisters around the world, please. There are a lot of places you can invite them to. They can join the Facebook page, the fifth seal, uh, join there and they'll get all the, 
uh, information about the countries in the podcast. Uh, YouTube is where the podcast is mainly comes from. So you go there and subscribe, hit the notification button, get all that, share the video with those who might be willing to join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Also, it'll be on Gab TV and there is a fifth seal group on, on gab.com. So if you want to head over there, you can join up or as always, you can get the audio podcast anywhere where you get your audio podcast from Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, uh, wherever you get that and you can take it with you, listen to it in your headphones as you go about your day and join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted simply because of their faith in Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times, use words, they're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.